Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Swinging Blindly as myself, Blaze Bryant, here in upstate New York, PJ Geary down in Connecticut. We're talking all things Major League Baseball as the season is just 15 days away. Facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly Podcast, where we are broadcasting uh, live on Facebook. So check us out there. Um, we are also available wherever you get your podcasts as well. BJ, he does all of our social on Twitter at Swinging Blindly. And we're also broadcasting on the Apple only Colorcast platform where you can share your thoughts. And we'd love to talk with you. So just request the hot seat, which we'll let you do here in. A few minutes as PJ and I, we get things uh, going here. Hey, man. Hey, what's up, dude? It's uh, it's good to be back. I, I, I promised to have a little bit more energy for the peeps today, and I do, and I'm ready to go, man. Two weeks from today, I'll be walking into Bush Stadium with the help of uh, God, with the help of whoever, uh, with the help of planes, and I will be walking <laughs> to Bush Stadium to see opening day baseball for the first time ever for my beloved Cardinals. I couldn't be any more excited and I'm grateful to be here with you and the people today. Absolutely. Who do the Cardinals have opening day, by the way? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And we have, so we're there for a week. We got uh, three, I believe three games against Pittsburgh. We have scheduled to see all in different parts of the stadium, which is pretty, which is pretty neat. And then uh, we get one with Kansas city. So we'll get the crosstown rivals, the I 70 rival. Yeah, I love it. I'm very, very excited. So it's uh, it's a fun time to talk baseball. And as you said, hit the request once we uh, open it up and uh, join us in the hot seat to talk baseball. And did you want to share with the people what we're swinging at today? Yeah, so today we're going to primarily swing at the American League over-unders. Next week we'll do the National League uh, over-unders. Give both leagues their necessary due diligence as, uh, you know, some interesting moves have been made. I mean, the Yankees, they were the big uh, topic of conversation on the show last week. Interesting, you mentioned Kansas City and Zach Greinke becoming a a royal and almost certainly finishing out his career there. Very cool. It's one of the cool moves like that. There's a couple just off the top of my head, and it's not because I'm a Cardinal fan, but... I mean, a Pujols reunion with St. Louis would be just as, like, the Granky going back to Kansas City, like, to see him back in that jersey is going to be, is really going to bring back the nostalgia to, to to have him be back at that stadium in front of that crowd, you know? Yeah, and it's a, it's a cool thing for a franchise that certainly is not going to make the playoffs, but they are <laughs> putting themselves in a position to, make a run. I mean, they're probably a couple of years away, although with the playoffs expanding to, what is it now? To, uh, 14 uh, teams, 16, I, something I like think that. This, this year, I think it's still 12. I can get that fact check for you though, boys. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll, we'll figure that out. But the point is there is expanded playoffs and we'll see what happens there. I mean, the Royals didn't have a great year last year, but they're, on the way up, they're in the rebuilding phase, and they have a veteran leader who started his career with the Royals. Um, and it's not like it was a, a sensational career in Kansas City for Granke because he, uh, at that time, and we're going back quite a few years, he was yeah. uh, 
you know, dealing with some mental health stuff and learning how to deal with that. And now that he's uh, gone elsewhere and had great success, both in Houston and Arizona, coming back almost certainly, like I said a couple of minutes ago, to finish his career in Kansas City, that's a that's a really cool thing. I think the Pujols reunion in, in St. Louis, if that were to happen, that'd be the most special thing. And I'm not saying that just because you're on the other side of the lines here. And on the other side of the uh, camera, well, that's not even true. Uh, on the other side of the lines. <laughs> <let's>, <laughs> well, I'm looking at you. Yeah, well, on this side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you, you know. I'm on that side. Right, right. <laughs> on the other side. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't, don't, I don't believe it's there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I heard on the Today Show yesterday that the Red Hot Chili awesome. Peppers, yeah. Uh, did you know they're coming out with a, they're, they're dropping an album on Friday? I, I just heard that really? on the show. Yeah. Oh, I, no. I don't remember I, what the name of it I is. I wonder if they're going to go touring then. I'd have to look that up. I think they are. Like, this yeah, is I'd their, imagine so, right? Yeah, I think this is their 40th anniversary. Jeez. Yeah. God bless them. God bless us, my friend. Where are you? Yeah. They're great, oh, great stuff. It, yes. Big I, time X. Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, can I, can I, can I? Speaking of nostalgia, uh, sure. Today, I believe I've talked, I've touched on this on this on the podcast with you. On this day in two thousand, Jim Edmonds was traded to the St. Louis Cardinals, thus beginning my Cardinal fandom. Twenty years ago today, Jim Edmonds. So on March twenty third, two thousand. So twenty two years ago today. Jim Edmonds became a St. Louis Cardinal. Correct. For Adam Kennedy, Kent Bottenfield, and I think a pick or something. I forget what the other part of it was. And Adam Kennedy was a good angel for a while. Yeah. I think he won a World Series with them in 02. 02, yeah. Yeah. I but, might have been the MVP. Uh, I think he was. Yeah. I mean, Adam Kennedy, that's a name. Wow, that's that's definitely a, a blast from the past. And one of those angels that kind of gets overlooked. Amongst the Garrett Andersons, the Tim Salmons, the Troy Glosses, uh, John Lackeys. I mean, that was uh, and, and oh, David yeah. Eckstein. Uh, yeah, that Max. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, that was some team that that beat Dusty Baker's San Francisco Giants. So how about that uh, tidbit of history that the Cardinals undeniably, even though we just talked about the. Angels and praise them for the 2002 World Series. No doubt about it, the Cardinals got the better part of that trade. I'd say so. I, I, I mean, uh, bias aside, I'd say so. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, all you have to do is look at it remotely objectively, and you can safely <laughs> say that <Thank> the <laughs> Cardinals definitely got the the better end of that trade. And I mean, Jim Edmonds, one of those one of those guys who was just an all-around terrific athlete, uh, nearly, he had what, about 10 gold gloves center field? It's got to be up there, yeah. It's Something like that. got to be close to, if not 10, yeah. And uh, a dangerous hitter to boot. He, also, he always had to compete with Andrew Jones there in the NL for the gold glove for center fielders, you know? And in, in those times, it was between him and Andrew Jones pretty much every year in the NL. And the AL was like the Tory Hunters, you know, the, the, that crew. Can't think. You could probably think of more AL um, center fielders. 
I mean, in terms of elite AL center fielders, well, you had Ichiro. Bernie. Oh, yeah. That's Bernie, yeah. Bernie as, uh, and, and as much as I love Bernie, Bernie, to me, was not an elite-level defender. Um, I just lost audio. Oh, oh you're there. Me. Okay. Yeah, um, no, I, I was there. Brett, our good friend Brett is in the chat saying that, uh, that first of all, the Chili Peppers have a show at MetLife this summer. We should go because he he was very confused when we broke out in the song, and then uh, he also said that Ichiro was a right fielder. So, oh, you're Shout right, Brett. Us. You're right. You're absolutely right. Good catch on that. Ichiro was a right fielder. Good. And we should all go to that Chili Peppers concert. All about it. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if we if we send them the 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 clip, if we tweet out the clip uh, from our swinging blindly account of us uh, singing, uh, maybe they'll they'll have us be guest performers for that MetLife show. Absolutely. Um, although Absolutely. it's shaping up to be a busy summer, um, you know, already. Um, All things for not just personally, but baseball, man. We, we got baseball this summer, and how, how blessed are we for that? I mean, honestly. Absolutely. But Absolutely. Did we want to? Uh, did we want to get into the win losses, or do we want to invite somebody on the hot seat? What 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 are we thinking here? Well, please? so let's Carl. you know before we before we uh, before we do that. I mean, one of the oh, yeah, kind of looming storylines, and I want to make this very clear right now. This is not meant to be a political conversation, but this is just a reality that New York sports fans, California sports fans. And even if you're a Blue Jays fan, uh, that you have to deal with, are your team's players vaccinated? Because if not, they're not going to be able to play in home games. If you're a Yankee who is unvaccinated, you've got 15 days to do it. If you are a Met, you have a little bit more time because your season opens up April 15th. Well, your home opener, I should say, is April 15th. Against the Arizona Diamondbacks, which pretty cool that the Mets home opener is on Jackie Robinson Day. They have the rotunda there at City Field, yep. which I'm sure you saw. Oh um, yeah, know it well. And they're also thinking of uh, having the Tom Seaver unveiling of the the long overdue mm-hmm. unveiling That's of his right. statue on that day, which. Oh wow! To me, the, I mean, the, the Seaver thing—that awesome. th- needs to be its own day. That cannot, in my opinion, coincide. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Make it, make it the next day. Make it the 16th. And I yeah. get it. I get it that initially it was supposed to be the unveiling was supposed to be a uh, week from tomorrow, the 31st. The Mets were supposed oh. to open up against the Nationals, but you know. The players and the owners, they didn't give a crap about us, and uh, we had the lockout scare that we The dilly-dally. The, the dilly-dally, the, the shenanigan <laughs> shaking and all that stuff. Um, so, I, I mean, to me, those, those two things cannot coexist on the same stage because, frankly, it's not right for for either one. Um, and, and And as a Yankee fan... I does it does it concern you know does the whole vaccine thing concern me? Yeah, it does because the mayor essentially said that is likely not going to change. 
At least that's the way I heard it in his uh, yeah. press conference yesterday. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure we probably listen to the same same one. Uh, that at least for now, it's not looking like it changes. And I just want to say too, um, at least from to my knowledge, it's either vaxxed or medical exempt, medically exempt. Yeah, which yeah. I'm not sure exactly how that works, and I don't even want to try and go down that. Uh, try to explain that or look that up. But yeah, I mean, as you said, not trying to get too deep into the weeds here, but it, it is, and I, it, it needs to be discussed. And if you are a fan of those teams and in those states that currently have that as the rules, mandates, whatever you want to call them, at this point, yeah, I think you will have the right to be uh, uh, wondering what is going to happen because it's, as you said, 15 days or these guys just won't be able to play. And we've seen it in NBA with Kyrie, uh, who is a star, but an absolute NBA star. So I, if that's happened with him all season, I don't see how any, you know, nobody, nobody's going to skate by. So it's either you do or you don't. And, and at I was, least right now, at least right now is it currently stand. Yeah. And, and as far as I'm concerned, no one should be allowed to skate by. If, if healthcare Correct. workers are losing their jobs because of this, Thank you. then it should Thank also you, apply to, to uh, you know, Major League Baseball players and other I, athletes. I, work, I appreciate you saying that. I work in the healthcare field, and I've had... You know all about it. Yeah, well, I mean, I am a little bit unique in the sense that I work for an agency where a senior or person with a disability can hire their own home care staff to come into their home. So our agency, we cannot, we're, we're not in a position to enforce uh, the mandate uh, because the, the way the regulations are written, because uh, you, you know, the, the aid works for the person who needs the care, uh, you know, not for the agency, not, not for us, the agency, but the, the person who needs the care, they certainly, are well within their rights to enforce any vaccine stuff if they want. So I, I get that question all the time and it's just, you know, uh, I, in, in, I, I feel for the people who have, who have lost their jobs because of a decision to not get vaccinated. I mean, I'm, I, am I amazed that more healthcare workers have chosen not to get the vaccine? Yeah, I am. But I, I understand why people have not, uh, because the COVID vaccine was certainly on a far greater express track than any other vaccine has in the history of vaccines. So it's, you, you know, I, I think people do, you know, largely speaking, have valid reasons, regardless of how you feel about them. The, the, the logic and the reasoning are, are valid. And, you know, that that's how people are feeling. I mean, the thing that really worries me, though, PJ, as a Yankee fan, is we make three trips a year to Toronto. Canada has been far more, um, you know, strict Indeed. about their. Yeah. No, no, they've been far more strict about, you know, the, the COVID rules and regs than than we have been here in the U.S. So how does that all look? Yeah, stringent. Yeah, I, I thought, yeah, yeah, and I didn't quite hear you correctly. So that's okay. That, my, that's my bad. I, I tried to step on you. My, that's my fault. All good. Yeah, man. I, uh, dude, I, it, like you said, and it, 
we've seen it in the NBA. Just to go back to that example, it's not, this is here. Like it's two weeks from now. This is a real thing. So if you are a fan of those teams, this is when this is going to be an issue. Again, we're, we're talking about strictly right now, just baseball. We're aware as you just went into the ramifications all across the board, but it, it, it's, it's really getting to crunch time. And if you are, I mean, it's, it's for, for me, it is drama. It, it, like when it comes to being like a fan of the baseball season, this is, this is drama that we've not ever seen because it's never, ever been this way. And we'll just have to see what gets done. I mean, it's either like uh, the two options as it currently stands is if you aren't vaxxed, you must uh, start the process of being vaxxed or, you have to have medical exemptions, whatever that means. Right. Right. I mean, it goes back to a conversation that we were having on the show last week about Fernando Tatis and the broken wrist. Yes, I can, I can make the connection between the two. And what I, what I essentially said to you, and it took a little bit to get you to to that point, (laughs) which was if you, you make a choice, you make a conscious decision not to do or, to do something or not to do something that mm-hmm. sacrifices the quality of your team, the team should not pay you. And I liken it to, you know, the vaccine. Yeah, there's a mandate. Whether we agree with the mandate or not, insignificant. The reality, mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're we're not doing a political show. If we were, yep. yeah, we would discuss it. And we would and flush that teams, out. And those teams are organizations that operate on in those states. They make money in those states right you know like these players are paying new york taxes or are they paying california taxes california yeah exactly or on their paychecks exactly so honestly man i i'm 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 with you i'm i'm with you i'm I'm, as much as i can be at this point with with what you're saying i mean it's 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 you're speaking it didn't take me this uh this time it didn't take me as long to 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 get on board with what you're saying and i and it's it's just something that's going to be – we're going to have to keep an eye on it, right? And it gives us enough, something to talk about at least as two uh, onlookers. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to get juicier and juicier. And not like I'm not trying to say that as, uh, you know, don't please don't vilify me for saying that. But as a baseball fan, it really – it makes things it's, – it's something we haven't ever had, had to d- discuss. Yeah, and, I mean, it's a storyline. I'd like to, you know, yeah. call this a preventable storyline. Uh, that yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. I really do. Yeah. And, so yeah, it, it, and and that's I mean that's that's where we are with this. And yes, you know if you if you're and I want to just say this: if you're gonna come on the Colorcast hot seat and talk with us about the vaccine, you, you know there's there's a very clear line in terms of what makes it political and what does not. Don't cross the line. You know, we can have a civil conversation about it, whether you agree or disagree. But if you start making it political, we're going to tell you to shut up and leave. I mean, that's just the reality. <laughs> I, you'll be swinging. You'll be swinging for the fences, my friend. You'll be. Uh, you'll but, be. But fouled, you'll miss. You'll be fouled. <laughs> you'll be foul tipped into the dugout. Is what's going to happen <laughs> to your ass into the clubhouse. <laughs> well, All right, but yeah, but so let's open up the lines, huh? So I mean. We still can discuss uh, win oh, um, win loss totals. I figure that could be fun with people. 
if sure. anybody wanted to hop on and we could throw it with them and discuss with them. We want to talk to these these mandates that are going to affect California, uh, Canadian, the Toronto and New York teams. Whatever you want to discuss. We're talking baseball. If you want to talk Andrew Jones, Jim Edmonds, Ichiro, whoever, whatever you Tory want Hunter. to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tori Hunter, thank you. He's he's PJ Geary. I am Blaze Bryant. Uh, what are things looking like on the uh, Color Cast hot seat there, Peach? I think we have a, a fan favorite who is going to be. I forget how to invite people. I know it, it's one of those things. Like even when yeah. I was trying to pop you up on on Color Cast, I think they changed. They might have changed how to do it. I can't even. If you if you tap where it says uh, you know where it shows the the people that are listening, yeah, and then uh, you'll be able. Oh to... yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I can do it that way, right? Yeah. There we go. Got it. What are we gonna do? 10, 15? Uh, we'll do ten. Brett? Yeah, so we'll do ten. Ten, 10 for Brett. Ten for yeah, Brett. Yeah. So the uh, great Brett Monroe, fellow Yankee fan, will be with us here. Um, yeah. Also, before he hops on, I just want to tell you. So he said. To add to the center fielder conversation, Griffey Jr. on the Mariners. He said he also disagrees with plays about Bernie. He was one of the best players on those dynasty teams, part of the order guy for World Series. So, Brett bringing it from all angles. Yeah, I mean, and Brett, I agree that he was one of the best players. I just don't think he, as a center fielder, Same was room. in that class of Tory Hunter, Ken Griffey, and... And I mean, because that's just a. And I don't even think Griffey and Tory Hunter and all them really like end their primes at the same time. But we welcome no, they on weren't. to the hot seat, Mister Brett Monroe. How you doing, Brett? We have you. Yes, you do. I am here. I, I, I never think of Tory Hunter as a '90s guy. I always think. I guess. I guess. He oh, he's mid 2000s He's mid two thousand. Yeah, I always think of. Yeah, so, I always think of Tory Hunter. So is as, so as a, so is Edmonds. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, you said '90s, so that's why yeah. I was like, well, maybe Griffey Jr. And other than that, I was like, I really don't know. Other than Bernie, not for AL specifically. We were just uh, uh, just talking at, like the Edmonds era, like obviously. the Edmonds yeah. Jones. Yeah, and Hunter. Jones, I mean, Andrew Jones was a prodigy, so that was uh, he's he's he was easily one of the best of his generation. Um, didn't work out on the Yankees, but I mean, no. uh, he was, he was old, but it, it is what it is. And, and we hope that, uh, Josh Donaldson is better. Yeah. Well, I mean the Andrew better. Jones thing, and you're coming in, in a little low, Brett, if you can, mm. if you can pop your phone up a little bit more, that'd be great. And while you're doing that, I'll just say this. I mean, we got Andrew Jones in the, you know, in the 17th hole of 18 in his career. And, uh, you know, it was it was pretty easy to keep up with the Joneses at that at that point. And yeah, I'm with you. Hopefully, Josh Donaldson will be will be better. I don't think you know. I think Donaldson has a few more holes left on the golf course than Andrew Jones did at that point. Yeah, I mean, I would certainly hope so. And the Yankees definitely need him uh, to to produce for them this year because I don't know. I don't know where else they're getting this offense with this team. Right now, I mean, I shouldn't say that because if, if Judge and Stanton have repl- replicable years and hopefully LeMahieu bounces back, I mean, that, that is a lot more runs. So maybe there is more reason to be optimistic than I'm, than I'm really giving myself credit for. But the Red Sox have got – everyone's gotten better. I don't know, Blaze. What do you think? I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I think, it's, I think it's plausible that the Yankees are the fourth best team in the AL East with Baltimore 20 games behind. I mean, 
no team to me has improved more than Toronto. I mean, that, that team is scary freaking balanced. That team is scary balanced. And it's they just pl- weird that the Yankees could have, like, not enough. Like, the, I think they're still – like, if you if you put the 2022 Yankees against the 2021 Yankees, like, season opening, like, who yeah. are you going to pick? It's the easy choice. You're going to take the 2022 Yankees because Jay Bruce isn't starting. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I mean, I mean, Shout out Jay Bruce. Team, Come on. so the, I, I know, but it, it's an easy dig. It's low hanging fruit. And that's what we pick. So well, <laughs> uh, it's like, it's, it's 20, 2022 Yankees are a better team. Um, and hopefully Severino, hopefully Severino is like a real, I don't know if he'll actually be a number two, but hopefully he settles in at least as a solid three. I, I even if he's two in the, in the order, you know? Yeah, I mean, and I, I see. I'm a little bit more optimistic. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I'm a bit more You're optimistic. You're more optimistic than me. I know wow. the, how the. My, <laughs> I mean, oh, uh, what, what, what universe is this? It's, it's an alternate one, <laughs> for a couple of, you know, for a few reasons. Uh, let's start with first base. Rizzo clear upgrade from Bruce and and Voight. Uh, second base. I mean, I I still would like to see us move Glaber Torres for pitching. But that's just, but I mean, I'd be I'd be okay with it because who else are you going to trade? Like no one else has as much value to trade. So the bet, like if you were going to trade somebody, it would have to be Glaber because he would give you your best return, and then you would just have Lemayhu there at second. But yeah. I am optimistic that Glaber bounces back offensively. If he's if he's a twenty five home run guy, maybe not a thirty eight home run guy, but if he's a twenty five home run guy at second base, like that is exactly what we're looking for. Yeah, I I just need him to do you know to hit more home runs than he does just against the Orioles, though. Yeah, um, that's true. That's and, true. Yeah, and the other thing about Glaber too, <laughs> the other thing about Glaber too, Brett, I would rather trade him now than later because I'm not so sure. I'm yeah, not so I, well, sure I, about him bouncing back. That I, I am not as optimistic. I agree with all of you, uh, like everything you said. Like me personally, I think I would keep Glaber, but if they are to trade him, you are right that it it has to be now. If you're going to trade him, it's now. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sorry. I mean, DJ LeMahieu is not a utility guy. I mean, or, or if he is, that is uh, – one hell of an overpaid utility player. I mean, to, yeah, to I mean, me, there's, I mean, there's injuries waiting to happen in that infield, though. Wait, 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 wait. One, what? One of the corners is getting injured at some point, whether it's Rizzo or Donaldson. One of them is getting hurt. And, yeah, and Lemayhu will not feel like a utility player. Peach, anymore. before you I, make that point, the I am. Yeah, I'm, I mean, the, the, I just had a question. Sure. Well, before you do, getting rid of Tyler Wade was one of the dumbest things that Brian Cashman has done in recent memory. I will. Yeah, you could have kept him on the cheap. Yes. He played all outfield positions too. So I mean, the only thing the guy couldn't do is is play or is pitch and catch. You yeah. could, you I mean, he could have been serviceable at first. I mean, obviously, you know, a terrific defender everywhere else. But yeah, yeah I, I wish th- they just gave him a chance in center field for the last month last year. Yeah, I mean, he was the hitting was coming along, and it was like, well, you know, you're going to get good defense, and then they would just never said like, here's a month, give it a shot, and and then they just let him go. And exactly. I was like, well, that, was a, that was a good player that you just let walk for cheap. I mean, it, I mean, he's not a great player, but it, 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 he was he had a good role in the Yankees. But yeah, I mean, he's like a. 
I I mean, he's he's a better Miguel Cairo. Shout yeah. out Miguel Cairo. Yeah, I like that comparison. Yeah. Yep. Big, What's your question, Big Paige? time Miguel Cairo. Thing. Yeah. First of all, I just wanted to say Tyler Wade never played a single game at first base in his major league career, so I don't know how that would could have worked out. Although I will agree, looking at his games played and he's played all over the place, as you guys said. Sec, my question was going to be because I remember, and I could be wrong about this. I remember DJ LeMahieu mainly. I mean, not, at this point, he's more of a Yankee than he was a Rocky. But what did he? I think it was what second baseman primarily yeah. in Colorado. Yeah, by, is, by what, trade. What is his main base. position now? Like talking about now. Well, now it's second base. Second base. That's his like yeah. main position. But like, because he's yeah. played what third, first, and second for the Yankees. Am I correct on that? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. So and what? So to, my question would be to two Yankee fans: Where do you guys prefer DJ LeMahieu play, or like is he it, is so? Two part question: Where do you guys prefer he play? Second part question: Is he a necessary everyday player? I like him at second or first, ideally. I don't love his range at third base. He's certainly no Nolan Arenado over there. He's 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 good, but I think he ex- I think he excels. At second base, and he's he's a good first baseman as well. But yeah, by trade, he's he's a second baseman. So, but but he could play first, and, and Rizzo is probably going to get hurt, or or Donaldson, and they're going to you know he'll get shifted around. He's good everywhere. Yeah, I mean, DJ's an average first baseman, a Gold Glove second baseman, no doubt about it. I mean, this is, I mean, from for and and another piece of this too, we should wait, stri- wait, second part of the question. What was the second part? Sorry. Is he a necessary guy to be in every day in the lineup every day? What the hell kind of question is that? He, he's we're we're giving oh. him a six year ninety million dollar deal. Of course uh, he is. How do you fit him in? Well, you got to fit him in at second. And to me, the the what about sol- Glaber? you know what? What has Glaber done to prove that he <laughs> that he's worthy of starting every game over DJ Lemayhu? The answer is he has not. Well, <laughs> his one season. Second base, phenomenal. I'll give I'll give you that, but that was a while and, ago, and Brad. He's, and, and he's younger. So I think what the Yankees are thinking is if if shortstop was really Glaber's problem, then you move him to second base. He's possibly an All Star, like perennial All Star every year again. He's younger than Lemayhu, and then you oh, just right. find a way through injuries and other just needed flexibility over a course of 162 to get Lemayhu 450, 500 at bats. Yeah, I see. I just, I don't know. We got Brett for 30 more seconds on the hot seat. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not really optimistic about the whole Glaber thing, but the, I mean, definitely the catching situation is better. The outfield defense situation should be better. Uh, you know, yeah. give some Stanton some time there for sure. Yeah. I'd say that's Aaron Boone's problem, and I do hope Stanton plays more outfield this year. He was a total upgrade when he played right field even twice a week. Brett, great stuff. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Uh, we'll we'll have you on again as uh, Brett's hot seat has just uh, frozen over like hell. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know why I used that analogy, but it, it, it worked. Uh, swinging blindly. I'm Blaze Bryant. He's PJ Geary. Uh, bro, let's get into the uh, over unders, eh? Yeah, let's do it. And uh, shout out to the so far in the chat. We have Calvin uh, at Calvin SGF. Shout out if you want to hop on the hot seat. Let us know. 
Brett, as always, is back in the chat. The, at the Peach Pirate, who we had on last week, and then A. Geary. I have no idea who that is. Uh, um, is she married to you or something? Uh, who knows at this point. Um, yeah, let's get, let's get to some over-unders. Uh, let's, we, obviously, I'll start at the bottom. Why don't we do that? We'll start at the, the, the least amount of wins and work our way up. Does Sounds sound right? good, my guy. So, all right. Do you want to take a guess at the who the uh, one of our favorites, one of our favorite teams? Well, is it? Uh, it's got to be the Orioles, I would think. Yeah, it's the Orioles. <laughs> the according, this is uh, provided by DraftKings as of yesterday, uh, last night. The current over under for the Orioles, who won fifty two games last year, is sixty two and a half. 62 and a half. This, I think Brennan Hyde's a good manager. I think this team is kind of coming together a little bit more. I think 62 and a half is a decent number. Uh, I think that's a well projected number. But against an AL East that, as a division, has improved fairly significantly, I'm going to have to go under. Because that's who Baltimore, they're going to have to play 57 of their 162. And I don't see them winning many of those games against, against, no, I did that math wrong. Uh, 76 out of 162. Because 19, you you get 19 games a From each game. Yeah, so 19 times 4, that's 76 of your 162. I see them maybe winning 15 of those. Maybe. I'm, because... I'm right there with you. I like, as you said, I kind of like the way that the line is. It's it's really begging you to go over. But the AOEs has improved, as you said. I would I would say right, I think they're going to go like, 50, you can see 59, maybe 60 wins to hit that under there. Yeah, I, I, I can could... see them touching 60, but I don't know about 63. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on the 60. I'm definitely yeah. with you on the 60. Uh, they, tough one, they're going to be right around a 100 loss team. I definitely, I, the, and they've, um, yeah, I, the, the, the arrow is definitely pointing the right way for the Orioles. No question about it. I love it. Uh, all right. So next we have, um, we'll go to the, uh, wow, this is a stretch from last year, considering where they ended up. We're going to the West and the Oakland Athletics. Who won 86 games last year? Always seemed to be right around that like mid 80s, low 80s type win the last couple of years. They're over under set at 71 and a half. Bro, I'm going under because uh, yep. what did they do to get better? The answer is negative. They didn't do zero, they did negative. Matt Olson, gone. Matt Chapman, gone. Their star power, gone. What a disgrace. They're under. I actually could see them having a worse record than the Orioles. That's not out of the realm of possibilities. Wow. Yeah, I mean, as indicated by the fire sale that they've done, um, and it's still likely to continue with um, Manea, Manaya, and uh, Montas being prob- probably shipped off. Bassett gone as well, traded to the Mets. Oh, wow. Oh, yes, yep. Jeez, I mean, the fire sale continuing. 
I think I'm going to ride with you. I, I would ride the under. I would ride 65 to like 69, maybe a 70th win. But they, they've gotten worse. And just like the AL East, the rest of the division has gotten uh, better when it comes to the Mariners, the, yeah. especially the Texas Rangers, who yeah. are actually next on this list, please. Uh, winners of 60 games last year, over-under at 74 and a half. Uh, I, I was just going to say, who needs Groupon when you have the Oakland A's right now? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go over. Uh, I think the, I think the, 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 the Seager, yeah, cause they got Seager, right? Yep. yep. Uh, and then didn't they also get Simeon? Yep. So, that's I mean, that's cool. a, that's a significant upgrade, um, you know, offensively in a, in a home run hitters <laughs> park. Uh, the pitching, that's a, I mean, the, the pitching, that's that's going to uh, prevent them from being a 500 team. I still don't like that. That pitching situation is just straight out of hell right now, uh, still. But they're, they're better. The arrow is pointing in the, in the right direction, no question about it. I just, I mean, they, they still have moves to make, but the moves that they have are, Pretty darn good ones, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I, I'm. I I hate to keep agreeing with you, as I would always say that. But uh, I hate agreeing would, with you too. <laughs> but the additions that they've made, I think, carry them over that seventy-four. I I, I, I can even see them. And you said five hundred or less. I, I can see this team uh, battling it out with some of those other teams in the West. And and going over hey, 82, 83, 84. I mean, don't be surprised if they're 10 wins over this 74 and a half. So uh I, I would lean over on that as well. Let's see who else do we have next on the list. We have with the fourth highest record. Fourth look or fourth wait, lowest, excuse lowest. me. Why? Yes, no, you're good. Yeah, you, you messed my brain up there. Uh the Kansas City Royals just a one win over that at seventy five and a half when and they had seventy four wins last season. <sighs> That's still Mike Matheny's crew. Is he still their coach? Yeah, I believe so. And uh, Solaire is not with them anymore. They got Granky. Um, I don't know. This is a team I don't think got necessarily better. Um, well. I don't know. I, I'm looking at the rest of that division. Minnesota, that they just had an injury-riddled year. They should be a lot better. Um, Chicago, Detroit. <sighs> Again, this is a really good line by DraftKings. Um, if I had to... One way or the... I'm going to go under. Just because I I can't... Nothing is jumping out at me as to why I should go over on them. So I'm going to go under. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to go under because of the Royals, and I'm a Cardinal fan, so that was the only explanation I needed there. Yeah, although I, I will say, uh, when, when the Yankees play the Royals in, in Kansas City, I I love listening to the uh, to the Royals announcers. They have this guy, uh, Denny Matthews, who actually played baseball. Uh, I believe he was in double A or something along those lines, but he, you know, he kind of just sounds like your, your, your grandfather telling you stories. He's a real, I, I, I just like that kind of announcing uh, style, you know, that, that very old school, 
you know, baseball type that, uh, you, you know, he calls a good fair game and he, you know, doesn't have a lot of a, obnoxious stuff about him. And he actually is a Ford C. Frick Award uh, Hall of Fame announcer as well. So there you go. Yeah. Shout out. I mean, I, I don't want to, but shout out Denny Matthew. Yeah, Denny Matthews. Yeah. Denny Matthews. Shout out Denny Matthews. Yeah. So moving on, staying in the Central for actually the next two teams. So three, uh, is it three? Yep. Staying in the Central for the next three teams. So all pretty close. We have, for the first time, the Cleveland Guardians at 76 and a half as they won 80 games last <laughs> season. I mean, this whole Guardians thing, I'm going to have to get used to that and not think of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Maybe that's what I, they were going for. Yeah. I don't know. Again, this is another good line. What what moves did Cleveland make? I can't think of any. Other than keeping Ramirez, I believe. Yeah, of course they did. Um... Yeah, I... I uh... I'm I'm going to go slightly over just because I can. And I don't think, I think, you know, Tito not being there, that was a, that was a huge part of it. And now you have, um, isn't Brad Mills their manager now? I got you. Uh, And so while, while PJ's looking that up, I mean, it's kind of an interesting sort of dynamic in the central. You've got the, You've oh, got the Royals. It's, it's Tito. Okay, Tito's all right. Tito's back. I mean, so okay, I'll go over just on that. Hopefully, he can stay healthy the, the whole season. Because if if he can't stay healthy, and this is why I think Tito is the best manager in baseball right now. If he can't stay healthy, then the then that team's just gonna, you know, be dropping through the elevator shaft. I, I really think so. And no other on no other team does a manager have that kind of impact. I hate I hate to bet against a man's health, but I am going to go under. I I'm not I prob I might even put that in after we're done recording. It's still around seventy six seventy five. I'll go under on that. A team not interested in winning that's for sure. Um, and and that's disappointing because. That I mean, you're like I said. I mean, he name me a manager right now in baseball that's better. Ollie Marmel, shout out Ollie Ollie Marmel. Point point uh, proven. Point proven. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> next on thank you. Next on the list is, and I'm just gonna straight up say this is a sleeper team for me this year, hammering the over at seventy eight and a half is the Detroit Tigers. They're probably finishing 500 or better. I'm with you on that. Uh, AJ Hinch has got this, uh, has got this team. He, he's, and, and it pains me to say, he's a really freaking good manager. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. They're, they're shy of the playoffs. I think even with them expanding, but the, the the things are things are going all right in the Motor City, as it is as it relates to the uh, Tigers. The other I animals. I think this is a team to watch in the next just this year. I think they have a lot of young guys. Uh, Torkelson, 
is is on the rot is on the way. They've and he's just one of many. Uh, I, I think they just it's a team to watch. Whether it's pitching and, and position players coming up through the through the maybe it's not this year, but we've seen younger teams do things as well, make some noise. I like them around 82, like you said, or I can even see 85 challenging, maybe even challenging for a wild card. And uh, other, I mean, it's not the greatest uh, conference. I mean, I, AL, AL could be weak uh, when it comes to the wild card. So, we'll, especially with the expanded playoff. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. Yeah, that's why we'll they see. play so, the games. There you go. Love it. Um, next on the list, my friend, is again. Wow, so all five of the central are on this list and arguably oh sorry four I'm out of the five one. yeah yeah thank you my apologies this is the fourth in a row of the central division and it's a team i think that have vastly improved and i think they got a guy that you might have wished was in pinstripes it is the minnesota twins at 80 and a half wins as they won 73 last season yeah, I mean Rocco's a good manager. Uh, no, Love I didn't. Rocco. Yeah, I didn't want Korea. I told you after the whole Houston. Oh thing, yeah, I no, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I'm sorry. I I got you and I got you and a couple other fans that I know mixed up. That's on me. It was and, it was a mixed. It was split. It was a split decision. It was split for me at least. So for people I know. Who who else? You know, besides me, of your Yankee fan friends that you know. Was in my camp of not wanting Correa. I can't speak for Brett specifically. I think he probably would have welcomed it, but I don't know if that was his number one pick. Um, actually, now that you say that, it was really only the Monroes and and my brother who I specifically spoke to. Uh, my brother was all for him uh, as a player, uh, sp- at, even with the Houston stuff. I mean, oh, and there's a whoa. Wow, we skated by a whole other thing we could have talked about today. That, What's that? I don't know if you – are you not aware of the Yankees, the alleged letter detailing that the Yankees uh, – that the MLB hid the Yankees cheating scandal and from 2015 to 2017? Well, we using, will... using yes, yes, Using yes network cameras to, to steal signs. I actually did not see this. Um, NJ.com, I mean, was the first that had it. It's not, at this point, it's been spread out everywhere. Um, yeah, that's uh, that came out. So okay, yeah. I mean, it was it uh, was a busy busy day with work, so I didn't I uh, did not see is, that. It came, it, it, it came out yesterday or the day before, but yeah, I okay. mean, clearly it got kind of swept under the rug. But that is coming. That is coming. If you're a Yankee fan, that's just, that's all I'm going to say. I, yeah, I, I've. I've said my piece on it. I don't care personally. I've never cared. I say, you know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, especially in the game of baseball. But uh, as clearly some things maybe step over the boundaries more than others. But when Yankee fans and fans in general are, are vilifying the Astros, and then this comes out that they they used Apple Watches, all alleged Apple Watches, yes, cameras to steal signs. Uh, it, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be strange. But yeah, that's a and, whole other topic. Yeah, and it, and hey, it, I will go on record as a Thank Yankee fan. And, yeah, and, and well, thank you. Um, and, and I'll <laughs> yeah, it's just it's been a it's been a really busy, no really worries. busy. Week, I, I, so. I I thought you would have known. No, we just skated back, so we no. can, we can discuss off air. We, we'll, maybe we'll bring it up next week. Yeah, um, and and I, I I'm I'm being a thousand percent honest. I did not know 
anything about that. I'm not pulling a Mike Francesa here and trying to sweep it under the rug. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I and and hey, if if that comes to fruition and if that's true, then uh, you know the the Yankees should suffer the necessary penalties. Um, I love it. Uh, thank just, you, thank you for saying that, Blake. That's well, honorable of you. Well, it's 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 the truth. I mean, yeah. it, nothing should happen to Aaron Boone because supposedly, because you mentioned what, 20... 2015 to 2017. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that would have been during the Girardi time. Um, you, you know, so the so any any you know punishment again, if this is true that the Yankees have, you know, you know, it, it should be draft picks and and and, and other. You know, take away some of the international money, signing yeah, bonus money. You know, to take some out of that pool. But yeah, no, the the Yankees. If this is true, they should suffer the necessary consequences. No question about it. Wrong is wrong. You know that that's the way I look at it. Oh, whoa! All right, please. We're probably. I mean, we're we're about ten minutes out. Um, I can I can track what we've done so far, but we do have breaking news via our good friend Brett. What NYC is lifting the mandate. New York City Mayor Eric Adams reportedly will reverse the private sector vaccine mandate specifically for performers and athletes in New York City on Thursday, according to Sally Goldenberg of Political of Politico. Uh, let me see. Uh, I want breaking see. news. Okay, so this is uh, this is hot off the press then. Um, yeah, I I did I did not know. So that's that's huge. That yeah, I mean, and again, I I bro, I struggle with this because you're saying okay, uh, essentially what you're doing is you're saying that that professional athletes are more valuable than healthcare workers. Uh, there there's a moral issue that I have. <laughs> that's with exactly that. what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly that, that's saying. freaking Shocking. wrong. No. You either it's just shocking. You either you either raise the roof entirely. I don't know if you just saw me, so I'll do that again. Either you raise the roof entirely. <laughs> 90, or, 90, 99 blaze. That's right. I was eight years old. You know. Or you know, chilling in the bathtub, playing with my peepee at the time. You know. Oh. Oh, why did I just admit that on <laughs> Oh, oh boy, it's late. All right, uh, you get the gist. Uh, or you either raise the roof, or you Whoa. leave it on for everyone. I, I, that, I, that's. I'm sorry. Like, and, and as big of a sports fan as I am, I work in the healthcare field. This is absolute nonsense. It is. It, 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 the same. The same standard should apply for ever to everyone. Please, I know we're I know we're right down to it, but um, do we have five minutes to throw on our? I don't care. Let, let's go. Let's let let let's just zip through. Uh, Peach, we'll get you in in three minutes. Uh, lightning round the rest of the uh, over unders. Oh, you want to do that? All right. Yeah, uh, pirate, give us three minutes. We'll zip through this and get to you. Um, all right, all right, let's do it. All right, twin. Do we ever say for twins? I go over. Uh, yeah, Eight we both half. we we both go over on that. Next. Okay. Next, we have, oh, I love this, um, 83 and a half, Los Angeles Angels. I'm going under. Under. They're not getting to 500. 
Mike Trout's going to be hurt for a third of the year. Next. Absolutely. Uh, all right. 84 and a half. Seattle Mariners. Over. Yeah, last season, 90 wins. I say 86-87 with a tougher division this year. Let's go to the 85 and a half. Boston Red Sox. Uh, they they got the story man that I wanted, and uh, Xander Bogarts is still going to be around. That's a team that is definitely better. I'm going over. They're probably a 92 win team, and that's what they won last year. I say I can see 90 wins in their future as well. So I would say over, lean over at least 85. We go then. Boop 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 boop. We go to the Tampa Bay Rays that have 89 and over on one games as you might remember uh how many i i it, the connection chopped out for a second <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> i thought you were doing a bit no <laughs> the, no. the over under was 89 and a half and as you might remember they won 100 games last year 89 and a half going over yeah i have to i mean they didn't they're, get worse, they're, so. yeah they're winning the american yeah. league east wander franco potential mvp candidate keep yep. an eye yep uh, let's see, 91 and a half. We have three teams settling at 91 and a half. I will start with the Chicago White Sox, who won 93 games last year. Over. Same, even though I hate to say it because of La Russa. Yeah, I We agree. have then the um, the Houston Astros, 91 and a half. I'm going under. There's four teams, by the way, 91 and a half. Yeah, yeah. I would say the same. They won 95 last year, but they got worse, losing Granky, losing Correa. Yep. Uh, I, I think that's that, that's how you have to say it. They subtracted. They did not necessarily add. Then we go to the Toronto Blue Jays. 91 and a half. Won 91 games last year. Oh. They, they, I mean, they're clearly... They should be better. They're better. Uh, They should be. I'm going over. I'm going over as well. Love Vlad and his big old wagon. And then last <laughs> but not least... <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's, there's one for the books. Uh, cause, yeah, because uh, you had you had locomotive waiting in the garage last week, and this week you have Vlad and his great big wagon. We <laughs> get <laughs> all right. Ninety one and a half. Oh. It is. Uh, oh, and just all right. It's the last team. Look at us. So ninety one and a half is the top over unders in the American League, and just, it just so happens we end on. The New York Yankees, 91 and a half is their over-under. Under! Last season winning 92. We're hammering the They're under. They're going under. <laughs> I, I uh, hate to say it, but they're going under. Let's see if Peach Pirate still wants to hop on. He might have hopped out of the chat. And, and Peach, I'm sorry about that. We just wanted to finish that up really quick. Um, on, on a busy, busy swinging blindly. There's been... Uh, it's like batting practice, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot balls of in the news. air. There's more? You broke like two news. No, 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 I'm just saying we like two things were broken, I feel like. Well, the uh yeah, so New York City, they they uh the the mayor is uh, trying to get political points and uh because I mean, I'm sorry, that's all it is. This is not this And is Kyrie not can now play, you know. I mean, that's that's it's money, yeah, I mean, this right? Is, Ticket sales. I don't know. I don't want to get into the weeds, as I already said, but who, it's shocking. It's it's shocking to say the absolute least. I would place. I mean, we 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 should have known that this is going to be the reality and that it was going to happen. 
Um, yeah. You know, because now the the Nets are trying to get, you know, in playoff position. You, you know, I, I just, oh, please, please. I mean, from a, from a sports standpoint, I'm happy, but because of the industry that I work in and seeing, you know, some of my, you know, some of the healthcare workers, they still have a, a vaccine mandate that athletes don't. And that just, there, there's just a, bro, there's just such a, uh, I can't, I, that really, it really irritates me. I, I cannot get past that. I really can't. Uh, dude, it's, it, it, it's not even about baseball at this point, at this time, which is like off air. Me and you were discussing whether or not we were even going to talk about this, and it ends up being like the biggest deal of the show. Well, but it, it's it's really like it's come full circle, man. I think we had to talk about it, and I'm glad we did. Yes, uh, me too, me too. And we had a good conversation. And and again, if you have, if you want to chime in, let us know. You know where to find us every Wednesday. Uh, talking baseball. And we're getting close, man. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about this. We'll have the NL over-unders. We'll have anybody who wants to join us on the hot seat. It's, uh, wow, wow. A lot of things just happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, a busy a busy show. Do we have anyone else that, that wants to hop on? Check. Here on Swinging Blindly, Facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly Podcast. On Twitter at oh, Swinging Blindly. Fired. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I'm, sending, I'm sending him the invite. See if he wants all right, to hop on. So we will, and and Peach, uh, Peach Pirate, uh, we hopefully will will uh, have you up in just a second, uh, providing you accept uh, PJ's uh, invite. I think. All right, I'm hearing an audio oh, change. I'm going to go with that. We have what, you. What's up, my fellows? How are you? What's up, man? You know. Hunting some peach there, you know. Got a little bored, so I figured I'd call my guys, see what you guys were talking about. Gotcha. Yeah, so, it, you know, hunting hunting peach, is that code for some sort of, you know, kinky crap? Or, no, I'm just I'm just busting your chops, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, what's, uh, yeah, what's on your baseball mind, man? What's the hat, yeah. man? So, first of all, calling in because... Big fan of DJ LeMayu. Um, My man. Wouldn't mind if he played every position for the Yankees, from from reliever to to um, <laughs> catcher to everything. I mean, even the manager, I wouldn't mind. So, um, you know, big fan of LeMayu. Would let that guy baptize my firstborn. So, <laughs> just shout out LeMayu. Um, also wanted to give my take it, it, real quick. Yeah. I'm not yeah. surprised about the scandal as far as people – Cheating or stealing signs. Um, I never figured it was just an Astro thing or no. like you know, or Red Sox one or Red Sox thing. I figured. I agree. All of baseball has been doing it, and I uh, hope the Cardinals have been. I I just think it would be very naive for anybody to think that their team wasn't in one way, shape, involved in some type of scandal. You know what I mean? Like of that. Absolutely. Nature. Stealing signs, whether it was either just. Thank you, Sean. Series or whatever, you know. Thank you, Peach. So that I gotta say, well um, not trying to defend the Yankees or that any team's right for doing that. It's just no. you know that's kind of what came with the televised broadcast and all that. So yeah, I am yeah. on that boat. I'm on your boat. I don't care. Let them cheat. Yeah. Um. 
doesn't matter. I'm I'm definitely uh, yeah. I'm, now now that time has passed. So I gotta say I'm more peeved about the Correa situation um, than I was originally thinking that they could have probably used that money elsewhere for like maybe like to to help their pitching. But knowing the Yankees aren't, I'm kind of upset that they didn't add that bat in the lineup. So very upset about that. I think that uh, it was a poor judgment call. Well, yeah, and think about the deal. It was what a three-year, hundred. It was five, low hundreds. Yeah, with opt-outs. Five, yeah. I mean, the yeah, two- I think I think they could have made a very very good move right there for Correa. And then again, if it didn't pan out, much like the Twins are thinking, use him as some kind of trade piece. But I think Correa would have panned out great in New York. Um, you know, with the, you know, playing under pressure and then, you know, obviously playing for championships teams himself, I think he would have been a great addition. Let's see. I, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, Correa would have been a great addition. I, and, and PJ can tell you this. I have, I really wanted story in the worst way. Uh, yeah. Because I, definitely. I actually think overall he's a slightly better player than Correa and reunited and it would feel so good. Uh, with DJ LeMahieu, you'd have that, and and they were such a good double play uh, tandem in Colorado. Bring that in pinstripes, bro. All right, let's get it. Instead, I, instead I, we have IKF, and that's you know exactly. we got to settle for it. I um I agree. I definitely would have loved Story um had that been an option. Um, well, it was an option, Corey but we didn't Correa do anything with it. were both options, and then I felt like they just didn't do enough to pursue it, you know? Um, and then they're not going to use their money elsewhere to, to, to do anything with pitching, so it seems like they're content with To lose story to the Red Sox has got uh, to kills I mean, I me. Mean, yeah. I don't mean to rub it in, but I mean... It, I, well, that's I, the just thing. To, the Correa, just to Sean's point, yeah, just to your point, the Sean. moved originally yeah. wasn't as bad when he, when it was just yeah. him signing but then with story going to the Red Sox that's a big slap in the face right there that that was a move that they shouldn't have waited on I felt like they should have pulled the trigger and now it's gonna cost them for sure yeah I mean and was that six was that six years 140 mil yep so years, not yeah not an unreasonable deal for the Yankees to have made if they really wanted to make it less right. than 20 is the Yankees Right, I mean, it's about 24, uh, 23 and change mil a year. Not ridiculous by any stretch of the imagination. Six years, 140 mil, or or Correa with the opt-outs. Yeah, you'd have to pay him, you know, 30 whatever the hell million a year, about 35 mil, something along those lines, which, I mean, yeah, I, I just, I'm with you. I really wanted story. That that was who I wanted. I mean, Correa, I didn't want him, but I would have welcomed him. I mean, kind of like A-Rod. Um, but, okay, we didn't get him, so instead, plan C. Mark it down on your SAT sheet. Isaiah kiner Falepa. That was your plan you C. Go. Oh, and, sh- and sh- uh, my bad. Thank you, Sha- Thank you, Peach Pirate. We're glad you joined. Uh, so- what happened? Sorry, Smooth Milk. No, I, was, I had him on for only five minutes. Just I got, I got to get going myself. Uh, okay, but, no, no problem. I'm glad you told me. So yeah, yeah uh, shout out Smooth Milk. Uh, join us next week. We'll, we'll definitely get you on the hot seat. I want to find again, out how smooth your milk is. No, I'd love to. And <laughs> obviously, shout out to Peach Pirate and Brett for, as always. So yeah, man. I mean, what a show. 
I, I, I hope Smooth Milk is not a woman. I, if, if I'm sorry if that came across as a sexually harassing. I did not mean it that way at all. I was just having fun with your color cast name. Uh, I now realize how that could have, you know, been uh, interpreted. So Please I'm really, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, close out this show before I say another inappropriate thing. <laughs> Absolutely, smooth milk. And to your point, smooth milk did say "wild wow, dude" in the chat. So, ah, uh, uh, oh no, oh boy. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm no, I'm really no. sorry about that. No, that we're was... good. We're good. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's, we're tired. It's late. Uh, we're, we're run over. Please join us. <laughs> talk baseball. To talk baseball next week. That's all we we are interested in to talking about with you. But, uh, again, thanks to everybody for joining, uh, and we love you. So, uh, Wednesdays at 6, ColorCast, Facebook Live. Find us on Facebook, Swinging Blindly Podcast, on Twitter, at Swinging Blindly. On, uh, it's coming yeah. soon, YouTube. Coming soon, YouTube. I got, I'm, I'm working on a couple clips. I, gotta, I don't want to come in empty-handed, as they say. So, as the Yankees could say, when they didn't go and get – story in korea so yeah absolutely and 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 thank you to all of you on on Colorcast and and peach to you uh, a great show this is a really good show that uh that flew by and uh you know we love baseball don't drink curdled milk and also don't care where the ball lands on swinging blindly right my guy absolutely freaking